What's up, guys? It's Waz and CJ here. Welcome to episode three of Embrace the Chase podcast, where the chase is an opportunity every day to create change and go after a dream. We got something special for you. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. So welcome to episode three. This is the first time we've ever had a guest on the podcast. <clears throat> Happy to be here. So why don't you go <clears throat> ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, hi guys, my name is Braden Halliday. Uh, I play at High Point University on the baseball team as well. Um, what what else should I say? As that was really good. That was actually okay. a really yeah. good introduction. That was spot on. I kind of thought of a better introduction. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, Was any anything you need to say before we get rolling here? No, I'm just excited. First yeah. guest. See the interesting stories about. Mr. Holiday's life and what made him come to High Point University and everything about that. Um, I'm good. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun fact, all transfers here on the couch. So that's exciting. Um, both these guys are new to High Point University. I guess I'm the only vet. Um, but we're all, well, Braden and I are seniors. Well, I'm a, I'm a academic senior. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm technically a senior. Yes, yes, yes. I'm technically a senior, too, on the field, junior. Right. COVID did its thing, yeah. ran its course. Yeah, that's right. We are. We did graduate high school the same year, so yeah. that would make sense. 2019. Congrats, guys. <laughs> I guess we're old heads now. Kind of. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, so when this podcast drops, it will be, are we doing Wednesday again? Yeah, I think we're doing Wednesday again. Okay, so happy Wednesday, everybody that's listening. Um, but right now it's Thursday and tomorrow is opening day for us. It is indeed. Yeah, not for Waz. Waz, Waz still has two days till he starts. But, uh, uh, we're, we're living one day at a time here. You're right. Okay, there we go. We're one day at a time out here. Dang right. Yeah. So, uh, Brayden, what's how are you feeling about the season? Give me, give me your rundown. Uh, well, <clears throat> you know, first and foremost, I think I'm just excited to be a part of a team with a good pitching staff. You know, really go out there and put up some numbers. Um, I think we can do some real damage in the Big South. You know, I think we've got great old roster. Really put some stuff together here. But I mean, personally, I'm just happy to be. You know, playing Division One baseball again. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't know if I was going to be in the cards again when it was all said and done. So yeah. I mean, pretty pretty relieving moment before the season, knowing that you know, hopefully I will pitch another game in Division One baseball. Yes, so that's nice for me. That is nice. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're both very excited for you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, well, so speaking of which, why don't you tell a little bit of backstory on like transferring and stuff? Yeah, so I spent two years at Penn State, the first being the COVID year. Um, I threw four innings in that year, and then I went home feeling pretty good about that. And then I went back for my second year at Penn State, and our starters from the past year did not get drafted, so they came back. And then some freshmen came in who were pretty ready to go. And so I kind of got stuck at the the back of the barn as it would come to the bullpen. And so I didn't really get many opportunities. Um, <clears throat> coaches, I didn't really see eye to eye, but they're good people, good program and everything. So I left and I went to my junior college. I honestly 
did not even want to play baseball. It was just all my friends went to FSU. And so I was like, you know what, if I'm going to keep playing baseball, I might as well do it in Tallahassee and hang out with my friends while I'm doing it. And then I ended up really loving it again. And now I found myself back here at High Point. Back here at High Point? Well, here. Here okay, at High here. Point. Yeah. Back back being, you know, Division One baseball. Yeah. Because I, did, I didn't know where I was going to end up, really. I had, like, no expectation when I left. And I, like, hadn't played in two years because, like, I threw four innings and then there was COVID. Yeah. You also threw, and then, threw 31 innings during the inner squads. Yeah. Well, I, inner kill, squad I killed those inner, inner squads. I'm a Wednesday warrior. <laughs> but, <laughs> but And then the, the Big Ten, what they did was that first week or the first uh, couple weeks of my freshman year were all just weekends. We didn't have midweeks except for one we played UMBC, and I'm pretty sure we got dog raced, like pretty good. And UMBC was not very good at the time, but I think that was our only midweek. And then the second year was only Big Ten. We had no outside Big Ten competition, so it was just all weekends. So there was just three games a week. So I didn't even have the midweeks to really prove myself. Honestly, I think if I went back to Penn State, I probably would have pitched my junior year, but I kind of just needed to leave. Mm-hmm. And start, yeah, especially because at that point, I mean, you know, I threw four innings. There was no summer ball because I was supposed to play in the Northwoods and then COVID happened. And then I threw, I think, an inning and two thirds. So I had like no like anything to back that I was still a viable baseball player. So I really like there wasn't like I couldn't just enter the portal and, you know, go to LSU or Vanderbilt or whatever. So I figured, you know what, because I honestly didn't even know what I could do at that point. I hadn't pitched in a real game in so long. So I was like, you know, like, we'll just go to Tallahassee and see how it goes. Well, so kind of, we, so last week on the episode, I don't know if you watched or not. If you didn't, that's fine. I'm saving it for tonight. I I just, you know, I wanted to come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But (laughs) Waz and I talked about uh, mental health and student Mm -hmm. athletes. Mm -hmm. So... You were saying you didn't know if you wanted to play baseball after that sophomore year. Do you think like your mental health was part of that, or so? Can can you talk oh, to us huge viewers part. about like what that was like, what you experienced? So, obviously, with my dad passing away, when that happened, I was diagnosed with depression, anxiety. My depression wasn't ever really like like that bad because I know people who are like that, and I don't I don't want to say like you know, I had depression. My anxiety was a very real thing though. And so when I was at Penn state, like I personally had felt like I had thrown well enough to like, you know, get myself a shot and it just really never happened. And so like, I just never really got to, honestly, COVID was really good for me because I had a lot of time at home and I had never been to college. And like, I really didn't like take the time to like mature before college and so over COVID, I kind of got to figure out at least like the depression side of it. But I'm just like a naturally, I have anxiety about everything. Like yeah. if my room's not clean, I'll get anxiety. But I mean, I definitely was anxious when I left Penn State because like I said, I had nothing to prove myself and no real backup plan. So when I left, it was kind of like, all right, you know, I'm pushing all the chips in here. But I mean, it was definitely like a super real thing. It was really horrifying um 
this past year, my best friend, his dad passed away during the season. And after that, I started to pitch really not good at all. And like some schools I was talking to kind of laid off a little bit. And like anxiety really kicked in there. But no, it's definitely a big thing, especially taking a chance. Because like a lot of people will transfer, right? And they like, no, okay, like I can go here. If this doesn't work, yeah. I can do this. Like for me, it was like, you know, I have no clue we'll, what's we'll going to happen. Yeah. So we'll see. It, well, the thing with the transfer portal is like there's some guys that like, like you, like yeah. you, you leave and it's like, I have this resume that I have built up and like, I can be like, yeah, it's kind of like a free agent market. Yeah. Like a free is. agent builds up a resume. It's like here, like, look at this. And like, this is what I've done. Um, but then there's the other half of that. It's like, like I was kind of like, I didn't really do anything. I'm kind of going into this cold Turkey. I have no clue what options I have. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I committed to NC state when I was a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. So like it had been four years since I've been in the recruiting process. Um, so like I hopped in the portal and I was like, uh, this is weird. And it was during COVID. <laughs> so See, like, I never, I never was in the oh, portal. By the way, the mic fell over. Thanks. Mic check. <laughs> I think we're good now. We're All right. Now. There we go. There we go. See, I was, I was never in the portal. I, when I left Penn state, I, it, for me, I, there was a point where I originally told my mom, I was like, I'm done with this. I was like, I'm having zero fun. I was like, I thought it was going to be fun. And college baseball is just not fun. And I just want to go to Tallahassee with my friends and like, just be a a guy. I was like, I just want to get my degree and move on. I'm done doing this. And she was like, well, like, you know, that kind of seems dumb to do. So I called the coach at my junior college and he was like, yeah, you can, you know, join the team, whatever. So there wasn't even like another, like, like that, if there was an option, that was the option. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was really either that or just no more baseball. If they would have said, yeah, there's no spot. I probably would have been like, yeah, mom, I'm done. I mean, there are other places I probably could have gone, you know what I mean? But like, I just wouldn't have done it. Cause I just despise baseball and everything about it. I liked like major league baseball, but like college baseball, I was like, this is just horrible. This <laughs> 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 sucks, man. Like, over COVID, like, I go home and I watch baseball, and I'm like, man, they're having so much fun, but, like, it probably sucks. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'll just keep watching, you know? Like, I'll make trades on there or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. play the show. Um, that's enough baseball for me. I'll build my own player and have a career on the show. Yeah, but Thank God for my Juco. That was so fun. Oh, my gosh. And summer ball, too. Yeah. Because I never played summer ball. Valley, like Valley League legend. Shout out to the Charlottesville Thompson. <laughs> the first, time. the 2022 Valley Baseball League champions. Oh, the first time any, at least as a team, anyone talked to you was when in our group chat you were like, "Hey, yo, if any of y'all want to play for the Valley Sox, come on up. Playoffs are starting, baby." And, and you know what happened? Nobody came, and it was like me and I think we had six pitchers for like four games, and we all just absolutely dogged it out. Hey. Like it was the it was the greatest like three weeks of my life. <laughs> that was so fun. No, but I'm happy that I actually enjoy playing baseball again. I, That's an important I'm part of being it. a baseball player. You know, you do it every single day, yeah. so it is nice to smile while you do it. So yeah, with with season coming up, what there's two part question here. What are your expectations? Like what you want out of the season and what you want out of yourself. And then do you, like, 
kind of hard to like word it, but like with the last name, do you feel like there's more like expectations and more like pressure regarding that? Um, I mean, so I'll answer the second question first. So me personally, like I don't, like I don't feel the pressure like on my own part to like live up to my dad's expectations. You know what I mean? I think part of that is because it's like so astronomically high Mm -hmm. for, I honestly feel like, say I went to like my, like say my dad went here and was like Mm -hmm. a really good player. Mm -hmm. Like I would feel expectation then, Mm -hmm. but I just don't really feel expectation because I don't think anybody expects me right now to, you know, throw a no hitter in the playoffs in a year or anything like that. Yeah. So I don't really feel any pressure that way. Um, I mean, I think sometimes people will put pressure on me because naturally, like that's just going to be the headline, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be Roy Halladay's son. And that's, I'm, I mean, I'm okay with that. Cause obviously, you know, I'm proud of my dad and everything he did. And yeah. I, you know, I love my family, but I don't really think it's a thing where I, I feel more pressure as like a person, mm-hmm. like, you know, doing the right thing, saying, like talking the right way more than I do like playing baseball because I mean, at the end of the day, like you really can't expect that of like anybody. So I don't really feel like anybody is going to come up to me and be like, Hey dude, like why, why aren't you a first round draft pick yet? Like, why aren't you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For expectations for the season. I mean, I've gotten to the point where really like, I just like, when I was at Penn State, my whole thing was I want to put up numbers. I want to be this guy, and I want to get out of here as quick as possible and go play pro ball. And so now for, for me, it's more of a thing where, like, I just really, like, love being out there, and I really want to just steamroll every team that we play. And so that's, like, my only real thing. I mean, obviously, you know, I want to contribute to it, and I want to, you know – do the good things that'll, you know, help me play pro ball again Mm -hmm. if that opportunity comes up. But my only expectation or hope, I guess, is just to win a lot of games. As long as we do that, I'm really cool with whatever. Because that's that's the only way I'll enjoy it. If I, I, like, put pressure on myself to, you know, have this ERA or throw this many innings, like, I'm just going to go home and hate baseball, really. (laughs) I mean, fair enough. I mean, that's the only – I think that's the only way to look at it. Just to enjoy being out there, because if you don't enjoy being out there, then I mean, why are you? Why are you? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. For a guy like you, I could see you having like a little bit more specified goal, just because like you know when you're pitching, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. No, I get you. For me, it's like I have no idea what I'm gonna throw. You know, I just gotta be in that mindset of like, wait, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I just wanna. Once I get out there, then yeah, I'm just ready to. I'm just ready to go. I just wanna play. Well, two things with that is like the whole like reliever versus starter. Mm-hmm. You and I are both relievers, and you're a starter. Like, I know for me, like I pretty much every kid that comes out of high school is a starter in high school because yeah. yeah. they have the best arms at their school. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like you come into college, and for me, learning how to be a reliever was one of the toughest things I've had to do because I went from the regimen of like, okay, I'm going to throw once a week, some long toss on this day. I'm going to do this on this day. I'm throwing my bullpen. Um, day before, I'm going to do this. Whereas, like, in college, I had to realize, I can't, I can't really, I have to be ready every single day, no matter what. 
Mm-hmm. And like the mentality is so different. And they're both unique and like good in their own way. See, honestly, that's one of the things that like really helped me. Like, so at my junior college, I was a starter. And um, when I went, I, I had this like funk where before I would start, because it never really happened to me. Brandon, I hadn't started in a long time where I would think too much, get in my own head. But when I went to my summer league, I just relieved all summer. And it was so fun. Like, I almost prefer relieving over starting. Granted, if someone's going to say to me, you're the starter, I'm going to run with it. Yeah. But I think relieving is so much more fun. Well, that, Especially because yeah. you just, like, you don't have to worry about, you know, like, I can't throw too hard in the first inning or I can't, you know, show everything. Yeah. Like, you just go out there guns blazing and just. But I think that's interesting because it depends on the guy's personality. And I never realized that in high school. Mm-hmm. But as you watch in college, like. They're guys that their personality, they need to think as little as possible. Yeah, They need to me. throw yeah. one inning as hard as possible. And when they do that, they're amazing. But mm-hmm. if they're on the flip side and they're starting, if they have all week to think about it and, like, they have to have really good routines and they have to have this and this, like, they get messed up. But then there's guys, like, <laughs> okay, so you, there's guys <laughs> right. on the other hand, like, if you're just thrown into a situation where it's, like, like, was sprint down there, like, be locked in right now, go – it meant like it's just it's just different. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's my freshman year. I had to adapt to being a reliever, and that was honestly the probably the hardest thing I've ever mm-hmm. done. I mean, for granted, like if someone told me I had to go relieve now, I mean, okay. you could, yeah, yeah, I could, and that but comes like, with age. Like, do I prefer it? No, yeah, but can I do it? Yeah, because I've like I've I learned to do it. Yeah, and another thing, like talking about like expectations with my dad, like you know how my dad was like locked in, yeah. like nobody could talk to him. So when I was a starter. I was like, I need to be so serious and so locked in. And it was horrible. <laughs> like, I, I literally, like, throughout my day, like, I could not focus. I'd be sitting in class just, like, staring, like, blank at nothing. <laughs> People would be like, Brayden. I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, I, was, I just had no idea what was going on. And so, for me to be able, because I'm, like, a loose, easygoing, yeah. you know, if I can just go to the ballpark, have fun, and then, you know, Coach goes, Braden, go. And I can just like just go and not, not like, even think awesome. about it. Because yeah. it's not down. even like I'm like all out. Like, you yeah. know, I feel like I can throw like three, four, five innings. It's just I would rather it just be like just go. Like mental, don't even it's think all just the mental go. clicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like being a reliever like helps you like even just stay locked in too. Because mm-hmm. you you never know when your number's gonna get called. And I feel like that's when like when your number gets called, you're like, oh like, Yeah. Because, like, you know, I'm, like, a very, like, fight or flight. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm all fight. And that's when I, like, lock in best is when something just happens and I just have to do it. And so I I don't know why I never, like, thought relieving would be good for me. But it's really fun. I like that you said the fight or flight because I I mess with you all fall. When you pitch, you kind of, like, you make that face really... Mm. Oh yeah. Wayman Wayman today we were just throwing and he's like, Why are you making that face, dude? I was like, well, I don't know, I just it's my I, face. I think that's like, the thing though, like you say fight or flight is like I think part of the thing with you that's made you get to where you are and playing at this level of baseball is that fight in you, like that competitiveness in you, which like really shows out in the because like you said, like you're a guy that's joking around all the time. Like right. you're great locker room great, like <laughs> Like, we absolutely love you. And then you get on the mound and, like, you're a completely different person. Yeah. Well, can you imagine if I wasn't? No. <laughs> no, no, honestly, I, I would be in the dugout dying laughing because I know. Like, I probably wouldn't get too many outs, though. 
No, but it would be, <laughs> be, be a fun ending to watch. Be good for the like the bananas. Okay. <laughs> you know that could be that could be a thing for you. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Savannah Bananas. We tried. He's out of the picture. We tried. That's not for me. You don't, don't want to be Mr. TikTok like Jackson Olsen or. Like, I mean, I actually like Jackson Olsen. He's a cool guy. Des- despite all of the, I don't I don't know what you want to call it. I don't want to say negativity. I guess just people picking on him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think he's funny. I just can't like imagine myself like as a like a TikTok kind of. I don't know. <laughs> when I think like Savannah Bananas, I, I just think TikTok. I don't know why. So but is TikTok I, not your thing then? No. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't even have TikTok. Really? No. Well, I, I don't either. So I, I have I, I have Twitter and Instagram, and then I have just Snapchat to keep up with my friends because I've been to you know three different schools. Right. No one do anything. No be real TikTok. I don't, I don't want to get caught in the matrix. The matrix. <laughs> yeah. I want I want to stay as grounded as possible. All right. Fair. Yeah, the TikTok thing freaks me out, man. Why well, did TikTok stage uh, <laughs> uh, uh, my senior year? When I was going into Penn State, and I really regret it a lot because now there's like, I mean, I didn't do anything like bad, right. you know what I mean? Like, there's a video or two of me that like some guys at Penn State have that I would just really not like to be on the internet. Well, I'm sure they will be found by the HPU baseball team and sent in the group chat this week. I really hope not. It's just yeah. like I said, it's nothing bad. It's just like I wouldn't. Hear the end of it, but if you're those, yeah. you know what those, I mean. Like if you're me those doing... couple dudes at Penn State, just can you just delete. The yeah, yeah. Hey, well, no. If you're if you're on Penn State and you hear this, it's just like me going full so... Juju Smith Schuster on the. Oh jeez. Oh. Yeah, like do you remember what's that one song? Um, the Cowboy Boogie or whatever. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. yeah, I did one of those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did one of those. One or two of them were really funny, and I still have them. But a lot of them were just kind of. Uh, I don't know what I was doing. I don't really. Fair enough. You do you, man. I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> or I shouldn't have. All right. I got I got three topics I want to talk about with you. Your Twitter. <laughs> MLB show. And your disc golf game. My disc golf game. That's hilarious. It's not what something I thought would come up. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a couple guys on the team that just like moved up to the front of their seats because they're excited to hear about this. You know, oh yeah, keep those guys engaged. Let's talk about the disc golf game first. Yeah, all right. How'd so, you, who, who have you ever disc golf before? Before you even got here? Yeah. So I went to a camp when I was like. <laughs> you went to a disc, disc golf, golf camp? camp? No, not no. disc golf. Camp. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying what's like a prospect disc golf. Not camp. disc golf camp. It's this camp my buddy showed me. It's in it's in uh, North Carolina somewhere. I can't even remember where. It's called – this is a crazy story that I will have to tell you about sometime. You would love this. But it's called Camp Rockmont. And it's like a two-week – like they take your phone. You don't bring electronics. You know what I mean? It's like a stay-away like Christian yeah. boys camp where you just go and you are like a woods person for two a weeks. Like person. our cabins had no AC. Good. There was no hot water. No. You know, you write letters, all the jazz. So like for this uh, camp, like they had, you know, all these different things. And so you would sign up for classes. So I'm signing up for like my classes for camp. And I did um, shotgun when they shoot the clay birds whatever they call that. 
Squirting club. Huh? Squirting club. No, it's like, you know, like when they shoot the little clay birds up in the air and you shoot them? What's that called? Target, uh, skeet. Uh, skeet, skeet. Skeet shooting. Skeet. I did skeet, skeet shooting. Um, I did disc golf. Then I did some weird stuff. Like, like I don't know, like arts and crafts type. Oh, you know, I, there was, it was like, well, class, well, like well, I, well, I, I decided for like a certain Mama Holiday, are there any of his arts and crafts? No, there's not. They didn't the make it home. Oh. They didn't make it home. But um, no, so I decided for this class, and one of the big things was disc golf. There, like they had like this, they had their own shop where like they would sell like the disc golf stuff. You know what I mean? And so I got there, and like as soon as I pulled up to the camp, people are throwing the frisbee around, throwing it in the disc. You know, I've never seen disc golf before this, and I immediately was like, whoa. Like, I need whatever that is. <laughs> I'm playing that game. So the first thing we did when we got to camp was I went straight to, like, the camp store and I bought all my discs. So that's when I started playing. And then I used to play with my dad a lot, actually. He was horrible. <laughs> but, and then uh, I had some friends I played with at Penn State. And I didn't really play because everybody, every time I'd say, like, yo, like, do you guys play disc golf? Everyone kind of look at me and be like, you know, what is wrong with you? Like nobody plays disc golf. <laughs> and I got here and apparently everybody plays disc golf. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so fun. I don't know why people don't play. It's so fun, but it's the most frustrating thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm not, I'm not really a fan of golf. Okay. I mean, I like going to the driving range. I like playing PGA, but like, I don't know like what clubs really or for what I want to learn how to golf, but I don't I can't. I can't. That's that's when we retire. Yeah, we'll I mean, it's just way easier for me to like, you know, like yeah. But no, that's a great game. That's a great game. <laughs> what do you want to know about it? Like, what are you what are you interested to like know about disc golf in particular? I just want to know why you started playing here. Uh, well, who was it that got me into it? It was either Shep or DK or maybe both. Had to be, but they they talk about it in the locker room all the time. Well, DK is like you know he like plays in tournaments yes, and stuff. Dude, He's like disgusting. Well, dude, DK is that that person that he is a freak athlete at everything he does. Like yes, yeah, he'll well, play the most rant. Like if you play bocce ball, he'll murder you. That's because the last thing he ever wants to do is, is lose. lose. Yeah, he he will die before he yes. loses. This kid, bro, when we are playing disc golf, it is awesome to watch because he like. He is really good, and he'll just make these ridiculous shots. But, like, very occasionally, he'll make, like, the worst shot ever, and it's so fun to watch. He loses his mind. <laughs> he does. He he yelled at Shep one time. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Shep was, like, talking in the middle of the shot, and he, like, shanked it in the woods. <laughs> I've never seen anybody so angry in my life. It was so funny. We were just, like, in the middle of the woods. People were like, what is that? <laughs> so funny snyder started playing but snyder can only do the backhand and the worst part about it is snyder will continually beat me by like a stroke or two but like a core like a hole will come up where we have to backhand and go around trees and snyder will just backhand it no matter what and go into the woods and then he beats me it's ridiculous i'm awful at disc golf but this just means fun. you gotta play more yeah or cheat that's it. Game <laughs> cheat, you're not trying. Yeah, that's. I just gotta start lying true. about my shots, I guess. <laughs> but DK is like, I'll be on a hole. Like if I'm really struggling, DK will be like, "What was that? Like how many you have there?" 
I'll be like four, and he's like, "No, I watch it's five. Why'd you even ask? He's like, "No, I I've watched." <laughs> Scoring his own head of everybody. I love. He that. does because he he doesn't want to lose. Yeah. So he knows exactly how many times you threw the frisbee, where you threw it, what you're throwing. He's got all of it on lockdown. That's impressive. Like, I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty impressive. Oh, I, dude, if I ever beat that kid in disc golf, it would like be the greatest day of my life. Yeah. DJ's coming for you. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> if we go every single day for the entire season, could you beat DK? Like, do you think I could beat him one time? Yes, one time. If you go every single day. Maybe if it was the day after he pitched and... His arm's hurting or something. Yeah, his arm is incredibly sore and... I don't know. You know, just because of this, if DK's listening, <laughs> tomorrow in the locker room, you're done. He is going to give you heck, man. <laughs> he is going to bully you so I mean, bad. To be fair, I, I have never said that I, I would beat him in any type of way. You know oh, what no, I mean? That's what I heard just a few seconds ago. It was that <laughs> you're going to beat him once. <laughs> DK, we have a record. Braden Halliday is going to beat you in disc golf. I can beat Shep. Right. Anybody can beat yeah. Shep. Well, no, Shep is like, Shep is funny to play with because he will like play really good and then have one bad hole on like 13. That blows him up. No, he just gives up. So Shep like realistically could like beat everybody except for DK like every time, but he will just like go out there and just not even care. <laughs> have y'all ever had those guys that like, they might like they don't even like baseball, but they're insanely good competitors, insanely good at baseball. So they just like play. There was this guy at my JUCO last year, and he started at UCF, went JUCO, and then came to my JUCO. Same thing where he was like, I don't really want to play, but I'll go to the JUCO. He was like five nine, and probably weighed like fifteen pounds less than me, like five nine one fifty, which is crazy. And he threw like 88 to 90, had like a 1.2 something ERA with a whole bunch of Ks and had offers like schools are calling him like full ride. And he was just like, nah, quit. (laughs) He just didn't like baseball. But it was crazy because at the end of the year, he like he would show up and like not care. You know what I mean? Like out late, you know, like wouldn't really care. And but then he would carve and we were all like, dude, like. Low-key, Paris is the best teammate because he doesn't even care and he's playing junior college baseball. Like, yeah. that's unbelievable. And then at the end of the year, like, we were losing and nobody cared and everyone just wanted to quit. And he was, like, the only guy in the dugout that was like, come on, like, let's win. So I was like, oh, maybe he'll, you know, maybe he found the love for the game. And then no, just, like, still, no. No, just quit. I played, <laughs> my, my freshman year, I played with a kid that, I won't say kid because he was older than me. But, like, you would think that he didn't care at all. Like, he, he was one of those guys, like, he would show up kind of, like, right before we had to go out. Um, you never really saw him do a whole lot extra or anything. Like, he just showed up. But, dude, when he got on the mound, he he was a dog. And he carved. And I faced him one of my first at-bats in the inner squads. And they were like, ah, he'll be, like, 89, 94 first pitch to me. I was like, oh, yeah, that was a good scouting report. <laughs> they are like, we didn't expect that. I was like, I don't think he did either, but... <laughs> He freaking got after it, man. There was some pitcher. 
in the MLB. I don't know if I'm making this up. I'm pretty sure this is true. But I remember hearing that this guy just did not enjoy baseball. Like, he thought it was no fun. But he was just so good at it that he did it anyways just to make the money. Yeah. Which was crazy. I feel like there's a lot of stories about that in Major League locker rooms. I mean, there's this, there's uh, Anthony Edwards with the Timberwolves. Yeah. He hates playing basketball and wants to play football, but he's better at basketball. Really? So, yeah. I've heard about that. That's insane. He's really good, too. <laughs> <He is. laughs> Have you guys seen that Adam Sandler movie? Which one? The one that he did with Anthony Edwards. Oh, the new one on Netflix? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. The oh. Bo Cruz thing. Yeah. Bo Cruz the goat. <laughs> Bro, Anthony Edwards in that movie is a menace. He is just like clowning Bo Cruz like the whole movie what's his name Kermit something it's like Kermit something yeah but yeah I just I don't know give me a different perspective on Anthony Edwards fair (laughs) (laughs) right I don't know why there's been a lot of Anthony Edwards stuff come up lately like yesterday I was watching his GQ like 10 things Anthony Edwards can't live without oh dude I love those videos that's underrated that you just said that I've never talked to anybody. Those videos are good, man. Those videos are so good, bro. GQ puts out some, like, crazy stuff. Yeah. The ones I really like are um, the most expensivest, the 2 chains ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are crazy, dude. Uh, the, uh, the, like, how I spent my first $1 million. Mm-hmm. Those, those are, are normally, like, dude, there'll be guys that are like, oh, I bought this, I bought this. I'm like, holy. <laughs> yeah. That, that's nice. Yeah, I saw one of McCole Hardman, and he has just the coolest car I've ever seen in my life. It's got like his name engraved in it and stuff. It's so cool. I mean, I guess you they, could do that. Guess... You could you could once you make it, you could get like a custom Lambo and get be the bird, be the oh, no. be the bird Lambo. <laughs> well, it's like inside, like on the leather, like on the oh, headrest. Yeah, it fine. says no, it's like McCole Hardman's autograph. Oh, that's that's good. That's like can that's you? Kind of, yeah, yeah. It was like, outside the car. But... No, but like imagine someone like gets in your car and on the seat it's like be the bird and then your autograph, you know. What color would you get if you get a custom Lambo? What, what would that be? Say so want a Lambo. Okay, well, what about a dream car? It's gotta be an old Ford Bronco. Dude, honestly, that's a pretty good pick. That is a good. What one. color? Probably like all black. That'd be cool. Interior. That's the interior. All black. Okay, so all black. <laughs> it literally just blacked out. What about you? What you going with? Okay, I'm not really a car guy, so oh, dude, I'm not I know I'm gonna get clowned. I know I'm gonna get clowned because I can't really think of the exact name of the bottle. It's like a F1 McLaren or something. I saw this thing when I was like 16. It is so fast and cool, <laughs> and I so badly want to get one that is like green like dark green brown and black like cactus jack colors with a okay. little bit of pink like right. pink accents oh, that's good. like yeah. a pale pink. i see that yeah yeah that would look good i think that would be just insanity that would be i would that... just be playing Astro World nonstop. just you did tell me today you love travis scott i love travis scott yeah don't you have a you got a tattoo right mm-hmm. okay well run run down the tattoo what, what we got it's on my ankle. Um, it's a spaceman. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. It is. Um, 
It's right there. I don't know if you can really see it, but it's right there. And then it says, stop trying to be God. I mean, there's really no like emotional value behind it. Besides <laughs> the fact that like music is like a big part of my life and I really love Travis Scott. I mean, that's it. My leg is more of like anything I get on my arm and like upper body, I want to be like more like sentimental. Yeah. yeah. But my leg, I kind of want to just be creative. Yeah. I like that. So <laughs> what, uh, I know this is kind of a weird topic, but if you're wanting to share like what, like what tattoos do you have that is like super meaningful to you? Um, I have my baptism statement on my chest. It says I'm not ashamed. And then there's a little cross. Um, I have my dad's birthday right here. This was my first one. They actually, this one actually got messed up. Okay. Instead of five, see how it's like 5.14.77? Yeah. yeah. You see that little mark right there? Yeah. It's it's in my mom's handwriting and they smudged it. So it said 544.77. <laughs> and they had to like go, I had to like pull the ink out of my arm. It was horrible. Yeah. It, was that was that the first tattoo you got? Yeah, that That's was the first one. First, first one. I can't believe I got more after that. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> and then I have a cross here. And then I have... Uh... Okay, this one's actually really not that sentimental either. <laughs> it just says one of one, which there... So my buddy wanted to get a tattoo. My buddy who his dad passed away, he wanted to get a tattoo. And so I said I'd go with him. And one of one for me is just like about like being like because there's a lot of like like a lot of things are coming full circle so you remember the tiktok thing yes the tiktok thing particularly like really lowered my self-esteem over like the beginning of covid because i was like like dang like why am i such a loser like i'm so socially anxious and i do all this stuff and like it i just embarrass myself and then over covid i like got my confidence back and i kind of was like i don't really care like what anyone thinks, but I'm going to also try to, you know, not say as much stupid stuff. Fair. But I was like, for me, that's just like a thing to like be myself, but also mm. it's my dad's one of one in the show. Mm. But like, I don't really want to tell people I got a tattoo because of a video game, but like, it's kind of both. Yeah. But like, that's also cool though. It's like, cool, but it's also a video like, game. Like I don't want to talk, but still. <laughs> still I mean, it's I mean, a video it's, game, but some there's, there like, is meaning. No, but it's, no, no, I mean, it's cool though. Cause like, I mean, the game is, I was doing the Twitch streaming thing and, it was a big part of my life there for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you say it's just a game. Like, no, like, you know, some people like, they don't even like, like playing baseball or like want to play it. But like, the whole goal is to make it in the game. Well, that's and another like, like, once you make it in the game, like that means like you made it like you're in the video game. Oh, dude, I can't imagine being in that game. I would have a field day with that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like the game is another thing that helped me like, like baseball again. Yeah. Like over the COVID, watching all the COVID and playing the game. Dude, you know what's cool is in the show, they have like, have you heard about like the cards that you get? Yeah. If you're yourself? Yeah. Dude, so cool. I want one of those so badly. Imagine you're like invincible. Yeah. I play. Like you're automatically 99 overall in everything that you do. I played Josiah. No matter if you suck or not. (laughs) I, I played Josiah Gray one night. It was actually after my concussion last year, so I shouldn't have been playing. That's fine. We won't tell your team trainer or anything. I don't really think they care. (laughs) (laughs) But I played him and he was super cool and I really want to see that card. I'm trying to think of who I would know. See, the problem is the guys I know in the show really don't play. 
So, because you have to, like, sign up to, like, get your card or whatever. Yeah. It's just the whole process. Yeah. Damn. That sounds so cool, man. <laughs> might as well just... It's like one of those underrated well goals. It, right? Yeah. I guess I have to. No, we'll just... From here, now we go. Now it's an upward trend for us. I won't lie to you. I would love to have my own, like... I'd much rather be in, like, 2K than the show. Okay. I don't know what dude, I, I do. You know, school, man, speaking I about 2K, do you know? Do you remember? Do you know uh, what we did one night? Kevin. Oh, did you ever hear about this? Yeah. What? Me, me and Waz. <laughs> me, me and Waz over the fall, we like made this like. <laughs> 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 this isn't even good like podcast content. It's just, <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> me and Waz were just sitting there, like we were complaining about something, and I was like. I was like, Waz, I'm going to order a pizza and make a 2K player. You want to come over and hang out? And he's like, sure. So we made this guy, because they have the eras now in 2K, right? Yeah. You can like, yeah. play in different eras. We made this guy named Kevin. Just strictly Kevin. He's just like... No last name. No, no last name. Just Kevin. Kevin. Okay. And he's like, your stock, like, he looks like, like, like Owen Wilson, almost. Okay. And we just watched his whole career. He played for like 24 years yeah, 24 or something. Years. He was the all-time scoring leader. <laughs> like won two chips. Played for Washington Bullets. Played for the Rockets. <laughs> I mean, it was Wait, awesome. It was best, funny. His best teammate was Kevin Bacale. Yeah, that's, that's about true. It. He, so Kevin he, kind he, of went crazy. He did. Well, I don't know because he was kind of not very good. He won. Like, he Kevin won. He's uh, the all-time scoring leader. So how's he? No, I'm saying his. Ke- there's Kevin. Kevin. And there's Kevin Bacale. Okay. Kevin went off. Yes. Kevin McHale was just his best teammate that he had. Well, the the only problem he had in his career was that uh, the general managers would give Kevin so much money that there was no money for anybody <laughs> else. So, like, his teammates were always just garbo. <laughs> but it didn't matter because he won a couple championships. I think he won, like, did he win two or did he win one? I think he only won one. Only one in 24 years. And, and it was just like rough. his rookie year. And I, wow. I think it's interesting because I think he, like... He won 10 Defensive Player of the Year awards. Yeah, but he, like, never won an MVP, but, like, no. was the all-time scoring leader. Eric, how does that happen? I don't... I don't it was, it was, 2K's rigged. We need really, to call 2K it, right now. It was now. really weird. It was, it was a great time. I, well, you know how I know that story is going to be weird? When both y'all go, <laughs> just start laughing. <laughs> you're like, so I called Waz, and I was like, ordering a pizza, pizza, making a 2K player. Come over. That's if somebody called me and said that, I think I would just be like, "Yeah, let's do it right now." Honestly, we could just do another one after the podcast. I guess. Okay. I, <laughs> I mean, I have a game. We we could probably sleep for, but that is fine with me. We do have a game tomorrow. That's true. I won't be able to sleep anyway. Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> Why not? What would this one's name be? I feel like it has to be like in honor of. In honor of something Kevin. podcast related, oh. Oh. Napoleon. <laughs> That's a great name. I like that. Yeah, there well. we go. All right, so once we get done recording this, we're gonna go make Napoleon and order a pizza. That's gonna be great. We're gonna have a blast. <laughs> <laughs> and then tomorrow we're gonna play a baseball game. I do the weirdest things, man. Make two K players and play disc golf. And- <laughs> And absolutely murder Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, if it's podcast friendly, what good 
your last three tweets. My last read them? Yes. I want to give give the people what they want to hear. This will be good. This will um, be good. If you want to do five, give us five. We got we got nothing but time. Okay, so my last couple tweets were all about the what? How'd you make it purple? Oh, um It's probably a check mark then. I okay. I'm kind of outing myself on air here. I wanted to try the Twitter blue so I could see the, oh, no. the verified on my profile. <laughs> and you can, you can change the color. So I made it purple. <laughs> all, my, all my stuff is purple now. So thanks for that. <laughs> Guys, uh, that this out. is Braden's Instagram. Is that your Twitter too? No, my Twitter oh. my Twitter has an underscore between oh. Braden and <laughs> All right, give us the tweets, man. So my last couple tweets were about the Super Bowl. Um, one of them was... Do you remember when the 2B commercial came on? It looked like it, like the TV was changing. Yeah. I said, commercial's crazy, not going to lie. And then I tweeted, everybody sat on the remote. <laughs> and then I tweeted a picture of myself as a kid playing football. I don't know why. I think it's because I played for though. the Eagles. You guys can go see that. I said, where can I buy a Rihanna jersey? I tweeted out <laughs> just the word Twitter. And then... Uh, after that, I said, if you're driving an electric scooter, please get off the road. Hot take right there. And then I really said, I want to hang out with Chester the Cheetah, the Cheetos mascot. <laughs> <laughs> what was fueling that? No, uh, nothing. <laughs> I just, it just, we'll, we'll be like, um, I'll just be sitting there like, and like, it'll just pop into my brain. I don't yeah, know, I have tweet a, it. Yeah, like it just comes to me. Like I tweeted a couple weeks ago. I tweeted, "I like to move it, move it." Great. <laughs> I was, I know, but I don't like. There was no like. I was just sitting there. I just pulled out my phone, I tweeted, <laughs> and then put my phone away and just started sitting there again. Everyone was like, "What was that?" I was I like, know, Nothing. Man. I don't know. And then I opened up my Twitter. Like, did you just tweet this? Like, was that what you just did? And I'm like, Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't tell anyone. Don't tell. Yeah, it just happens. I guess I don't know. I don't know if I think it's like funny or like. What I'm going for with it, but I feel like that's what Twitter. I think really it just is. plays the part. Fit, fits you, it, dude. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does. What is what is he known for? Weird tweets, man. That's what he's known for. They're not even weird. Like most of them, like some some of them are like what people are thinking. Yes, but don't. But no one says. No, See, but like it's it's funny because it's not even like I'm not even trying to like be like what are the most like like abstract weird things I like these are like genuine like thoughts, thoughts that I have, and I think almost more of what it is is I'm more like. I, I guess I'm more just wanting to see how people react to my brain, and most Putting people are there. just taking it as satire. Yeah. Which is like kind of how I feel like I come off as a person, anyways. <laughs> but like they're like genuine, like real thoughts that I have. So one of my buddies, he, what he does <laughs> is he has a note section, like the note section of your phone, and all he does whenever he has like a random thought or a weird thing, he just puts it in his note section immediately. And he was reading; it was like probably better than me night. just doing it, dude. Online. And he was just scrolling. There's like over a hundred things. He's like, "Yeah, this is my brain." I was like, "I don't know whether to be scared or laugh or like, <laughs> dude." And one of them was, I, I think nobody, I, he was like, I don't think anybody should do a podcast. And then I told him I was doing a podcast. And he was like, yeah, you shouldn't. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, whatever. See, I think that like, probably my Twitter is like 5% of like the stuff that really goes through. Dude, I think you should make brain. a note section. 
I just don't like print it out and start. I feel like if I wrote everything down, my screen time would be astronomical. (laughs) Like my Twitter, the only time that like I tweet something is when I have that thought and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to tweet that. Like (laughs) my, my next thought has to be like what's happening on Twitter for me to like tweet something, you know, like if I just tweeted every one of my thoughts, like I would be pushing out like 200 tweets a day of just nonsense. I mean, I, 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 I would be there I would for enjoy it. it. That, I don't think I could handle it. If, comment on, if you're watching on YouTube, comment less than if you want Brandon to do a day. Where just... Do you guys have a YouTube too? Yeah, that's why we record it on the phone, man. I have, I did, have I ever showed you my YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know how I told you I was Twitch streaming, right? I still have the Twitch. I just haven't used it because I got to school and I was like, I just have no time to, you know, play video games, but... I was over the summer, I was Twitch streaming a lot. And one guy on my stream was like, you should start a YouTube. So <laughs> I, I have one video on my YouTube. Dude, I got you and this thing out. I couldn't figure out how to get the face cam to work. <laughs> like I could get it to work on Twitch, but yeah. like I couldn't like save it with the gameplay to YouTube. So there's no face cam. It's just your voice. It's just 34 minutes of my first game with the one of one Roy Halladay card on YouTube. Dude, I'm going to watch. I that. threw a perfect game. <laughs> <laughs> it was only like four and two thirds innings before the guy quit, but I threw a perfect game. That still counts. Yeah, that counts. I count that. Yeah, but it's hilarious because my voice sounds so high, like when it's recorded. And Dude, I when I listen, when I've listened to myself, I sound so different. Yeah, I honestly, I it's I like expected. like one of the things I'm like self conscious about. Yeah, like I don't want to ever talk on camera. Well, thank you for this then. Yeah, no problem. You, face <laughs> you, know, like, you know, when this gets posted, you don't have to like listen to the sound. You can just put the captions up. Yeah, just, that's a good point. That way. That's I mean, that's what I do. I guess well, I, you know that's actually pretty it. smart. If you've gotten this far in the podcast, just turn the sound off. Turn the captions <laughs> off. <laughs> don't even listen anymore. There's no telling what we're gonna say. Our voices sound weird. So. <laughs> God, I do a lot of weird stuff, man. <laughs> Twitter, disc golf. <laughs> well, right. I play some weird games too. Like I'm an avid like online competitive Pokemon guy. Like, Dude, oh, what was it? Uh, the was the new game you started playing? The Hogwarts, bro. Yeah, but everybody's yeah, yeah. playing that. Like that's not oh, just a new. So I'm just behind on this, bro. You gotta play it. I'm telling you. What is it like, online? No, it's just like. Have you ever played like Red Dead Redemption? Yeah. It's like Red Dead, but wizards. Wow! No, I'm serious. It is like literally like the the most entertaining. Like, but I feel like if you're not into Harry Potter, it won't be entertaining. No, because I know people who've never watched Harry Potter that have played this game and just had an absolute blast. Because I mean, you don't really have to like know Harry Potter stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it would be cooler if you did, because you like get more of the like references and stuff. But I mean, really, at like its essence, you're a wizard. Bro, there was. Did y'all ever play? <laughs> yeah. Did y'all ever play Wizards One Hundred One when you were a kid? No, I don't know. I've never really. Uh, bro, there was a computer game. It sounded like this. I was like a Club Penguin. Bro, Club Penguin Webkins. Yeah, that was like really bad addiction for me. Really Webkins. Bad. Yeah. I, I I went to go see if my account was still active, and I think it's like all shut down. Which well, stinks. no, you know they have like a app, yeah. like on the App Store. Like Club Penguin or Webkins? Uh, Webkins. Well, Club Penguin has uh, Club Penguin Reloaded. Yeah. 
And I, I used to, I played that last year, but I don't like some of the stuff wasn't there. Like I remember I wanted to play the the skiing game and that wasn't on there. But the Webkins one is because do you remember the game, the little yellow guy you'd hit him with the bat? Yeah. Yeah, bro. That really was game. my game. Yeah. And so I got the app and I went Dude, and there was... Uh... What's that called? I have to know what that's Wait, called. Wait, are we talking about Webkins or Club Penguin right now? Webkins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's what I thought. Did you, did you ever do the one where it was like the trees and going down the uh, ski slope and you're in like a... Yeah, that's the Club Penguin on yeah. the one I was talking about. Yeah. Dude, that was... Yeah, I know. That's where it was at. Well, the Club Penguin thing was messed up too because I couldn't buy Puffles. If they hadn't oh, added that yet. Gosh, I forgot about Puffles. Yeah, well, I kind of made it this thing where I was like... Bro, I got really angry about this looking back on it. Like, I don't know why. I was, like, emailing, like, the people, like, at Club Penguin Reloaded. Like, why aren't these features available? Like, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, we're working at its own, our own pace to get it done. I was like, well, then work faster. <laughs> A little break. Just, like, sounding off on these people. And I, I would go on, like, the little, like, you know how you can type messages? Like, and it'll come up. Yeah. Like, I would go into, like, Town Square and be, like... Like speeches for justice on like how like the game should be like finished. Like it was cra- this would take up like an hour of my day last spring. That's a good way. La- oh, this was it when you were a kid. No, no, this oh, was this like was yeah. Oh my no, this gosh, was like at my, at my JUCO. Oh, I would do this probably dude, for was... like three or four weeks straight until they kicked me off. <laughs> I, mean, I go- kicked off of yeah because I was like the number one like club penguin like. Activist for like were new you, features. Really club penguin number one was wanted. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to compare myself to anybody in the real world because that could get sticky. But like, when you think of like political, Movements. like activist movement yeah. type figures, like that was me for. Like, you were him. Club for club penguin. You were him. Timothy right there. In the no, club literally, I, that dude. Wow, I'm a weird kid. But I mean, I also don't like. I don't. I'm, I'm not ashamed about that in any facet you know what i mean i feel like i did the right thing you did i think you stuck up for the penguins very nicely the the virtual penguins (laughs) right (laughs) let me rephrase that not not real penguins um why i I have my like alias so like if anybody plays burger boy 912 i think was my username (laughs) that's (laughs) that was the guy when you started that story i was envisioning that little picture on twitter of you as a little kid no, no. <laughs> Little did I know this was twenty year old Braden. Twenty one. Yeah, I'm twenty two now. <laughs> this this was like me, like four months away from twenty two years good, old. Good. I'm dude. All of us are really moving up in life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're doing something. That's oh, okay. awful. Man. <laughs> kind of on a serious note. Wow. We're gonna switch this up. <laughs> but uh. One thing I want to, since we're talking about Club Penguin, now I want to talk about your career. Um, <laughs> what does a lot. this career have to do with Club Penguin? <laughs> Nothing. But, um, what uh, you, you mentioned earlier to me, um, you texted me that you want to get into like front office. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of go into that? Like, why is that a dream of yours? Um, I don't know. Ever since I was like a kid, like I thought it was just. Like, I thought the trade deadline was, like, the coolest thing. Like, how players would get traded. But, like, I grew up, like, playing the PlayStation, right? And so I, like, knew all of, like, the guys on my dad's team. And, like, I was, like, a stats kind of guy. And so, like, 
I would like be able to have like relationships with the general managers because I'd go with like with my dad to the field in the morning and just like hang out at the field all day and do baseball stuff. And so I'd go like just up to the general manager's office and be like, yo, like you need to get this guy. Like I think he would really help the team. <laughs> just like the activism club penguin you're out here making demands to GMs. Yeah. At kind years old. Well, one guy I really did it a lot with was when my dad went to Philly. Um, I used to talk to Ruben Amaro like – he would text me before the trade deadline and be like, hey, like, who do you think we should get? And I'm like, this guy, 100%. Like, that's who we need. Did he ever follow through with anything that you suggested? Okay, one time I told him that we really needed Roy Oswald. Now, I'm not going to pat myself on the back <laughs> because I, I will. I, I think will. he might. He probably could have done it anyway. However, <laughs> the trade that went down was very similar to the one I suggested. But no, I've just like ever you since. You should take that when you go to hey, that led, Didn't that lead to, didn't that trade lead to a world championship? It did not. It led to nothing, I think. No, Royals was, yeah, they I went think, to the NLCS think, that year. I think. I think that was the year we went to the DS. Yeah. I'm not was sure. Was he not on the team? Was this Cliff Lee? Beat the Rays? No, my dad got there in 10. They beat the Rays in 8. They lost to the Yankees in 9. And then my dad got there in 10, which is when the whole Giants thing God, started. Because it was 10, 12, 14 then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I would like play the show and. I would like play as my dad's team and I would just add like, you know, like Ichiro to the Blue Jays and like win a bunch of games and be like, yeah, we should just do that. Ever since then, I've just <laughs> Come on, like, guys, let's trade for Ichiro now. <laughs> it's still one of my favorite things to do. I rebuilt the uh, Spurs the other day, the San Antonio Spurs. They should sign Josh Giddy if they get the chance it works. Well, the trade line just passed, but. Sign, they sign Maybe next time. Sign free agency. That's what I did. No, but I mean, I don't really. I also really would like to work in like advanced stats. I think advanced stats are really mm-hmm. cool. I would like to either like be a GM, like directly make the trades, or be a guy. Like, you remember Jonah Hill and Moneyball? Yeah. I can't yeah. remember what's his name. Because I want to give the real guy credit, bro. I feel bad that his reputation is Jonah, Jonah Hill and Moneyball. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll look, look, look that up. up right now. But it's not. Um, no, is it is it Schmidt? No. Schmidt? No. No. No, I don't know what it is. I know Billy Bean. Billy, everybody knows Billy Bean, though. Uh, you know, we're Peter. Gonna, Peter. Peter Brand. Peter, Peter Brand. Yeah. That's it. Peter, Peter Brand. Brand. I just. Know, that has to be the greatest I, I would love to do what Peter Brand did. Yeah. As well. Like be be the like. The GM's assistant. Yeah, be the guy who like doesn't directly make the trade, like, but it is like, so hey, cool. like I found this guy and this team's double A. Like, they don't think why. he's that good. Yeah. Like, let's just trade. So, like, what you did when you suggested the Royals well trade, you want to be that guy. Well, that was but, like an actual assistant. Like you, like, makes, well, like, like should he, we trade for this guy or like what should we, what should we give up type of thing? Well, like, you know how the Rays kind of do this thing where. Like they have their starter, but then they'll trade him for a prospect, and everyone's like, "Why would they trade when they're then winning?" Come, and, and then, then the prospect ends up being Randy or Rosarena. Yeah. Like I'd love to be the guy that is like, "Hey, like sneaky, like we should go get Randy or Rosarena." Get yeah. him, see what happens. Yeah, see what we can build around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. You just can't fail a lot. Yeah, you know, you, you get yeah, but yeah, you know, or you could be like the Dodgers and. Sign everybody. Sign <laughs> average pitchers and turn them into Cy Young Award winners. Shit. Well, dude, they. Tyler Anderson might be a Cy Young Award winner this year. 
Hot take. Who was it that like went that. crazy for him last year? Gonsolin. Tony Gonsolin. Have you seen dog. his Instagram? Yeah, I actually, you know, he was actually the pen. Meow thing. The cats and all. The cat are dead. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Waz and Chef are trying to create a name for their Saturday games together. Oh, I'm all over that. I can help. Something bird related. Or bear. Bear. Yeah, yeah, Shep. I don't know. Shep reminds me of Boo from open Dude, season. I said that in the group chat last fall, and I thought it was a great comp. I always call him Boog. Boog. <laughs> Boog and Bird. Boog and... We're on to something there. We might be. We'll have to we come might back. be. We'll have to come back to revealing. that. Revealing. Next episode, we're revealing. We'll have, Saturday we'll have to come back to that while we're playing 2K. With Napoleon. Maybe yeah. Napoleon will inspire us to, to create this. Napoleon. <laughs> okay, so so with your going to the field every day and growing up like in locker rooms and stuff like that, who other than your dad, like who was your like favorite person to like be around like in the locker rooms? Okay. There's a few. So name a few. Do you remember Orlando Hudson? Yeah. Yeah. That dude is incredible. He's one of the greatest people I've ever met in my entire life. Um, there was this guy named Vinny Cholk when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if for some reason you watched this, Vinny, but he kind of reminded me of Shaggy from Scooby-Doo in the moment. <laughs> you probably appreciate that. was that. like my favorite cartoon. And he was just like such a funny guy. And I just thought it was cool. I was like hanging out with Shaggy. <laughs> well, well if, um, if, if Vinny watches it, that means we're doing something right. We're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that guy is awesome. He's so cool. Um, there were some cool Blue Jays guys. I really liked Vinny. I liked Orlando. I liked Frank Catalanato. Okay. was a really cool guy. AJ Burnett is an unbelievable personality. That guy is hilarious. Um, from the Phillies, Shane Victorino is awesome. Minute comments on every one of your posts. Like yeah, that guy's great. He comes um, off like that guy. Yeah. Like, he's a he's smart just, player. He's just guy, chill. So, yeah. He's chill, dude. Chill vibes. I love Chooch. Chooch is a really good guy. There were, there were a lot of good people in Philly. I mean, I was older. I really, like, do you remember Mike Sweeney? Yeah. Mike Sweeney was really cool. I remember doing hitting lessons with Mike Sweeney. I was cool with a lot of guys in Philly. In Toronto, I was a little bit, like, young. Greg Zahn was another cool guy, the catcher. I was kind of young. John McDonald, do you remember yeah. him? The, yeah. yeah, he was really cool. That's a name right there. Yeah. That was a throwback. Dude, there were a lot of cool, like Reed Johnson's a really cool one. There's one guy whose name I can't remember. His last name was like Inglet or something. It's like Joe Inglet or something like that. I know you're talking about. I don't know. He's like a utility guy, but he was so cool. Toronto was cool because like people would kind of like randomly come in and out like for no reason, like Frank Thomas. You know, Thomas. Yeah, like that, David yeah. Eckstein was there for a little bit. Like people would kind of just roll in. Toronto's still kind of that. Like they'll hold on to guys. They'll have those guys for like four or five years. If well, not, when my they... dad played, Toronto was never like really competitive. Well, because they were new at that time, right? New no, world. they had won all the World Series in the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. You know, right or yeah. the nineties. They just kind of I don't know. They didn't really. Well, I just never really got the franchise wise. But like like, guys like AJ Burnett would come through, like Scott Rowland, you know? Like people would kind of just float in and out. Yeah. It's kind of like a, I guess like a, I don't know, like a, I don't want to say bounce club, but like 
you kind of go there mm-hmm. after a longer stint with someone, then they end up somewhere else. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Hey, Scott Rowland's a Hall of Famer. He is a Hall of Famer. Scott Rowland's a real good dude, too. Good for Scott. I'll see you in the summer. <laughs> good for Scott. Yeah, that's going to be so fun. I can't wait to hear We were talking about that in the outfield yesterday. Yeah. Those can't. The, no, we'll. <laughs> yeah, we'll no, save those. We'll, we'll save bypass those. those stories. But, um, so you are you a dual citizen? So, the way it works is technically I am an American citizen born abroad. So, because my parents are citizens, I already get like get citizenship, right? right. Mm-hmm. And then I think the way it works is that as a child born in Canada, I am like a citizen. But when I turned 18, I'm pretty sure the way it is is that I would have to reapply, which I would love to do, but uh, I haven't really done too much research on it. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't mind living there again. I love Toronto, but I just don't really have a reason to be a Canadian citizen right now other than like... It's my home, yeah. you know, which I want to, but I'll get around to it at some point. I should have done that over COVID, but they were really strict with it over COVID because they didn't want anybody in. I don't think anybody wanted anybody anywhere. No. Wow, that was a sentence right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tongue twister. Did I just love one? <laughs> hmm? Huh. I'm just so glad you came on this. This was fun. No, yeah, this is a good time. This is fun. I feel like I could talk about whatever for however long. Yeah. Just random stuff. I mean, that's I've I've always wondered, like, if I went on a podcast, like, what would it look like? Because I feel like I do so much weird stuff that, like, I could really go like anywhere yeah. with a conversation. You know what I mean? So I've always wondered, like, what would be the 60 things I get talked about in a minute? 60 things in a minute? Go for it. Listen well. Well. Not really. <laughs> Not really. I mean, next time we have you on, you have to have that list. Yeah, for, for viewers, Brandon's yeah. going uh, to be on here yeah, a lot. Your 60, oh, your 60, 60 things, 60 things I want to talk about in one minute? Yeah. It's like 60 minutes, but way quicker. <laughs> <laughs> like 50 minutes, nine minutes less. You can turn it into a YouTube shorts. That's an elite that idea. idea. <laughs> That's not bad at all. You guys should do like YouTube shorts. I, yeah. I'm I'm big on YouTube shorts. Even though like I've heard it's like not like very like cool. <laughs> Who cares? Man? It's Who cares? well, dude. The way they get you is because you know how I was like, oh, I'm not gonna do TikTok. Yeah. Like they make reels and YouTube shorts, and like now on Twitter you can swipe through the videos. Yeah. Trap. So it's it is. Trap. TikTok is very much though like, like I feel like they like listen to the things you say. Like me and my friends talk about like random stuff, and they'll come up on their TikTok pages. That's Dude, why I don't I trust TikTok. I can't stand when I've had a conversation earlier in the day about something completely random, like an item, and then like something you like Google never like. Then for the next like, three days, it's ads oh, about ads that. about it. Oh. Like when you when you talk about something like random, like you never talk about like like tablespoons or something, and you get an ad for like a tablespoon set. 
Has that ever happened to you? Tables. <laughs> yeah, dude. I no, hear it's that. Gonna tablespoons all the time. I mean, I'm, I'm not like tablespoons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Though? Like, <laughs> like something random like that. I'm trying to, it happened to me the other day. Yeah, I'll talk about like concert tickets or something. Yeah. And then like there'll be an ad for that like person yeah. or something like that. Or like another thing, like if I talk about like a movie. Like, yeah. That's, that's it. Happened. Are you the conspiracy guy? Uh, you don't have to say on you. <laughs> define conspiracy. Whatever you want it to be. I don't know. Well, see, I don't see them so much as conspiracy because I, I see them, see as, them truth. as truth. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on like what you would be talking about. Because so for me, like I'm Christian, right? But, like, I have a very, like, different view than, like, most typical Christian people would think. Like, I just see things very differently. Like, for example, like, I don't want to get too far into it because, like, I went to a a private Christian high school and I don't want people, you know, backtracking me and, like, calling me a blasphemous Christian and whatnot. But, like, like, I believe in evolution, but I believe in, like, evolution, like, through a creator. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because, like, I think it's very possible that, like, you know, animals change and develop over time and yada, yada, yada. But, like, also, I feel like how much can you change your own body? You know what I mean? I'm sure there's a scientific explanation for everything. But I feel like it's very possible to think to yourself, like, a creator would help his creation change to be able to survive because – you know, free will, like sin gets into the world and whatnot. So it seems very like reasonable to me that like a creator would help his creation survive like evolution. Yeah. Like things like that. Like I just like have like a different type of view on, I suppose. So like when I say conspiracy to you, it's more of like, like things that you believe and then you've kind of like, well, I don't You've know, because a things. lot of it is stuff that I was, like, inside for COVID, and I kind of, like, tried to just theorize, like, because one thing for me is, like, you know how, like, people will say things, and, like, people kind of just write it off and be like, oh, like, you know, like, there's no way that's true. Yeah. Like, simulation theory for me is a very real thing. It's a very real thing. But, like, I kind of try to, like, see it through the lens of a creator, because I okay. really do, like when everything happened with my dad, like there were a couple things that happened to where I was like, I'm a hundred percent certain there is a creator. Like I have felt it, which is like just my own personal experience, but also through things like it just makes sense to me. But there's other things that people say, like, can't like you either are one way or the other. And I'm kind of like, I feel like I could very easily make a case for both. I don't know. (laughs) fair enough but i know i'm a big conspiracy i mean i feel like most of the like shocking news that happens is conspiracy stuff right like at once upon a time it's conspiracy so i feel like you can't just like be like oh dude like you believe in all these conspiracy theories but like you know they're true yeah i think there's a lot out there that i would rather just not know about like what like ufos i don't dude i don't even know yeah sure like i I do i read a lot UFOs today today yeah okay well I love 
like one of my favorite things in in the world. My favorite things in the world are baseball, gaming, hanging out with my friends and doing just funny things, like going and doing new funny things. Playing Pokemon. Yeah. And like just thinking about stuff like this, like just the most abstract world shattering things I can think of. And UFOs are up there. I really like space. Okay. Oh, and you have an That's astronaut cool. on your ankle. Yeah, you yeah, do have that an astronaut. Makes sense. I have, yeah, of space. It's just so interesting to me, and I really know like nothing about space. Yeah. But like, I'll just sit there and watch like space, whatever, like TV show, like just some guy just talk about nothing. Yeah. Well, dude, my one of my roommates, my sophomore year, he's a soccer player here. He uh he was big into like space and like time and how it changes on Earth mm-hmm. versus like in deep space and stuff and like he would watch these videos and I watch them with him. There's some stuff, dude, that I like literally just can't wrap my head around. Like black hole type. Oh yeah, yeah, like, bro. Just, Have like, you IG ever? Do you ever watch um, Joe Rogan? Uh huh. Yes. Okay, so I love watching Joe Rogan, regardless of political parties and whatnot, because I'm just not gonna touch any of that. But I love watching Joe Rogan just because I feel like he like really like gets the like best out of people with his like questioning, mm-hmm. and he has Neil deGrasse Tyson on there, and that man, if you watch that podcast of Joe Rogan and Neil deGrasse Tyson, your brain will explode. <laughs> it is the craziest thing I've ever like heard in my entire life. That one and the Elon Musk one too, because the Elon Musk one they talk about like the original one like. Remember when he named his kid that crazy? Like the numbers after and stuff. the jet yeah. plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that podcast they talk about a bunch of crazy like technology stuff. It's super fun to think about. They were talking about like chips in your brain. Oh jeez. Type and this was like I think this podcast was like two three years ago. They were saying it was going to be possible in like five years. It's like so we're two years away. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think he said it was like if it, you know. Like, if it progresses quick enough, then no more words in five years. I'm good. (laughs) I like words. (laughs) Something like that. No more words, no more language barrier. I I I retweeted something the other day about some company that's working on a chip to where you can, like, just use social media with your mind. That sounds like a trap. There are some interesting things. That is definitely true. That sounds like a trap. Do you know how many like people are going to get in trouble with that? Or just, just in, like, well, just completely lose touch with reality. Yeah, it's so hard to like, well, like the metaverse and all this stuff. Yeah, bro. Like the VR. Yeah. Like people can get so caught up in like, with, like VR, like the like, like you actually paying for like property and VR like space and stuff. Yeah. It's well, like, also like another thing is like I I know that like. I don't know how touchy of a subject this is for like a podcast, but like the pornography thing with VR is like people are like losing touch and with like like with reality of like having yeah, like relations with a girl and like the VR world. Like it's like a like the same thing to them. And it's just crazy to me how like you like people will like like you can go in a in a place and like go meet people like at a coffee shop or something. Like mm-hmm. people can just sit at home, bro, and eat Cheetos and put this thing on and meet people and like it's I don't know. I I it, it just sounds it's scary. almost a little much. 
Because we we already, I feel like our generation is kind of losing communication yeah. skills as is. Um, yeah. In, in terms of like face-to-face communication skills. Mm-hmm. So like you add in a lot of VR stuff and there's no telling. Who knows? Dude, that is terrifying to think about. And I think it's, it's cool. It's cool because it's like groundbreaking and yeah, new. The technology is cool. Yeah. But it's concerning as well. But the idea of it is terrifying. Like the the whole like iPad kids thing. I was interested to see like when COVID shut down and they started doing the Zoom thing. I was like, why would they ever reopen colleges? Yeah. If kids aren't going to have to pay for housing, you know, they're not going to have to move away from their families. But that's why. That's why they reopened because of that, the money. Right, but like when you think about, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't. It, I think when we went home for COVID, it kind of made us realize, like, shoot, we're paying all this money when we could get the same education right online. Yeah. Because, but the, you lose out on the experiences and stuff. Yeah, but I'm yeah, but like from the sense of like you know what I mean, like just the school, yeah. like people like the the uh, Phoenix thing, the online, mm-hmm. yeah, you just make an entire college. And there's no campus. Yeah, I don't know. Did I? I'm sure I there's to, a lot of that, and I just haven't. You know, speaking really... of like Zoom, hot take here. I think us as athletes, we go fully like Zoom online in like two or three years. Dude, there. Well, schools. Some schools do do that. Like and... with all this, like, because there's so many things changing in college sports. I think we like travel wise, like the Big Ten. Yeah. Is about to be coast how to, big the conferences about are. About to be coast to coast, UCLA, Maryland. Yeah, that's insane. That doesn't make and sense. And then like man. Penn State, USC, and stuff like that. Like with all the time differences and all the travel, like you're not gonna fly out for one weekend and then then fly back just to fly back another for another game. Yeah. You're just gonna go based on like stay out there a whole week. So well, I think, when I was at Penn State, our first three weekends were in North Carolina, and we would bus come back. Dude, that's well, so. come back. Well, that makes sense. In, in that regard, but, like, football, you play Saturday, and then, like, when you're, because you're technically on the same coast, Penn State and, like, North Carolina. I wonder school. whose idea it was to, like. But, like, if you're going to Maryland and, like, UCLA, and then you have to play USC in the same week, might as well just stay out the whole week. Or, like, UCF, how they have to play, like, yeah. BYU. Yeah, yeah. Well, think about Hawaii, bro. Yeah, I mean, they, there's nothing they can do about that, but those kids are flying hours upon hours every year. To Man, that's a great road trip, though. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I ain't gonna lie. I always wanted to do the Hawaii trip. That so sounds so fun. fun. So much fun. We were supposed to do it one year, I think, at Penn State. And then I think the literal, I think the trip literally ended up going to my friend's school instead. It was so upsetting. He had so much fun too. And I love Hawaii. Place is, place is so sweet Moana came out around that time too oh, and I was great film yeah if you've never seen Moana go go to watch quality watch I must say what Moana character would you be I mean I I like Maui. I guess there's only there's roof yeah there's yeah. not that many there's not a whole lot of options although the pig is really cute I'd be the chicken probably hey hey the chicken is awesome yeah I feel like I could pull off a good hey hey 
you you would have pulled out a wonderful. I think when they made Hey Hey, they had you in mind. I, f- I feel like I could represent a lot of different cartoon chickens. Will you you uh the Chicken Joe thing? Yeah, Chicken Joe. Yeah. You are Chicken Joe. Yeah. You know what makes me so mad, bro? Is right after because I did that over COVID because we were I was watching Surfs Up. My friends were like, "You are Chicken Joe." I was like, "Fact, you're so right." I changed my profile. I haven't changed it since. Right after, like, I did this, like, two or three months later, the Chicken Joe thing became, like, like viral. Yeah. And, like, everybody started, like, changing profiles and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And I'm mad, because it used to be my thing. Still is your thing. I still... Yeah, but... When I when I see Chicken Joe, I think of you now. So I hope you know that. Not I appreciate that, I'm, watching that but I'm just, I'm just lot, upset, but... because, like, say you don't really know me, right? And you go on my profile. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't really have the same... Feel as it used to. It's sad. That is sad. It's it's very sad. Well, you were talking to me. You were supposed to be wearing a Chicken Joe shirt tonight. Yeah, it's too hot. I think the people would have loved this. Sweating through a black shirt. Do you make you nervous or something? I'm just a naturally sweaty. It's (laughs) actually like a. (laughs) It's a a really big problem, actually. Like my friends give me a lot of grief over my sweaty armpits <laughs> and i don't know actually i do know it's genetic it's my dad my yeah. dad was really sweaty and i am too but i sweat through like anything that's not straight just black for probably why i can't gain weight i just sweat non-stop i could be doing anything bro like if it's cold and i'm wearing like a jacket like i'll sweat through my shirt under the jacket we're like three or four shirts a day dude i'm like the opposite I don't sweat. It could be a hundred degrees outside. Dude, I am so jealous. Bear, like I'll get a nice like I'll I'll be damp on my arms or something. See, here's like, the weird it. part: when I work out, I don't sweat. That is weird. That's really weird. Or like if I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But if I'm just chilling, like my maybe armpits. maybe the biomechanics lab here should do something about should test that out. Why do you not sweat while you work out? I don't know. It's. Like, I, I, I'm not, like, a typically, like, a sweaty person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just my armpits. And I can't figure it out. <laughs> so if you were wondering on this podcast about... <laughs> if you have an armpits, answer to it, please let me know. This is why we brought you on, to solve armpit sweat around the world. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good for me. All right, well, any any final remarks from you guys? No, I do have to give a shout-out to your mom, though, for saying that you should keep playing. Yeah, it, yeah. That is nice. If, that's, honestly, that's huge. if honestly you didn't keep playing, I mean, I wouldn't know you. You wouldn't know you. Nobody would know you. I mean, people obviously would know you, but, like, you wouldn't be here. Right. And, like, honestly, just as your friend, like, I'm, like, kind of glad that, like, you're here. Yeah, really blessed. I I think the entire team could say that too. You're a lot of fun to have around. Plus, you're good at baseball. So, well, thanks, guys. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> big um, big shout out to Brandy. Thank you, Brandy. She's the goat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she is. Has she watched any of the episodes? I'm sure she'll watch this one. Yeah, she'll probably watch this one. Yeah. Um, it's one. It's one more viewer. One more. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well. She's probably going to think you're crazy. I don't think it's uh, going to shock her in the least. <laughs> probably not. I'm, Between I, Club Penguin, Sweaty Armpits, 
Um, tw- the well, she knows about tweets. the armpit thing. She's trying to help me with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I don't think anything will really shock her. <laughs> you are her son, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Over COVID, when I was home a lot, I think she really got the gist mm. of who she raised. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, I don't think anything I say will really... Surprises her anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's good. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. Yeah. Thank you, Mom Halliday. Um, so that's episode three. Yeah. And Brayden will have you on a lot more, hopefully, if Great. you want to. Because this was fun. No, yeah, this was great. I'm happy to be here. And, you know, hopefully we can have a podcast where I can talk about some baseball stuff and not just video games I like. Yeah. (laughs) I did. But, like, people got to know the real you, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, it's funny, but... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next time you're on, it'll be middle spring training probably. And let's dive into baseball. Oh, dude, that sounds fun. Yeah. yeah I would love it. to talk like MLB Strict, baseball. Strictly, yeah. strictly baseball. Yeah. No, strictly, col- strictly no college baseball. baseball, strictly MLB baseball. Yeah. yeah, no politics. No politics. No politics, no <laughs> Twitter, no. Just baseball. Straight Just baseball. baseball. I like that. Sounds sweet. All, All right. right. Uh, and rebuilding the Buccaneers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without TB12. If you're still watching, thank you very much. Um, we'll... Hopefully see y'all next week. So yeah. like, subscribe, comment. If you like Braden, go give him a follow on Instagram or Twitter with an underscore. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. Thank y'all. Yeah. Thanks for coming.